Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Leaders to Give, Leaders to Inspire. I'm your host, Adam Greenberg. Today, I want to share a story. And it's about taking action on something that's close to your heart. I want to share with you, if you're one of those people like I was, who finds themselves really wanting and feeling like they want to give back, maybe there's a situation happening locally or even globally that's bothersome, that's upsetting, and you just don't know what to do about it. You want to do something. You want to take action, but you're not sure where to start. And so today I want to just share with you a tip on how to start, how to start to support or help a cause that's important to you. And the really the number one tip is to research what's happening already locally. So if there's a crisis happening, maybe it's homelessness, maybe it's a refugee crisis, uh, maybe it's uh, animal abuse, um, whatever the the whatever the issue is, if, if it's troubling you, just start by researching what's happening with that situation locally. What are other people saying? What are other people doing? I think it's a great way to start. And I'm going to share a story with you about my own experience with that research, what's happening locally. You know, one day I was at home, a beautiful home in, in Squamish, British Columbia, Canada, with a, a great view of the mountains and the ocean and a river and a golf course. You know, I feel so fortunate in my life to have the things I have, to have the sort of life I have. Every day really is uh, wake up and, and wow, is this really my life? Beautiful wife, great job, beautiful daughter, loving family, supportive family and friends. I have this beautiful house and I start off every day with a, with a hot cup of tea and, and I read the local paper and I read the global paper. <clears throat> Excuse me. And on this particular morning, I opened up the newspaper and, and I saw a picture of a little boy on the beach. He had drowned. And his name, as it turned out, was Alan Kurdi. And his family uh, from Syria, trying to escape the war, had uh, spent some money on a smuggler to put them on a boat and take them o across uh, to Greece. And the boat flipped and the boy drowned. His brother also drowned and so did the mother. The only person to survive was the father, who's to this day uh, barely able to uh, to live with, with what happened. I can't relate. I can't imagine. It's a tragic, tragic story. And it's a story that happened to so many at that time. And that picture of Alan Kurdi lying on the beach, it, it hit me harder than I, than I ever could have imagined. And it, it, it created a spark in me and, in, and a desire to do something. But what could I do? from my home in Canada about a war happening halfway across the world. Well, the first thing I did was I just started to research what was happening locally. And I found that there was a community meeting in the local paper. There's a community gathering by a group of concerned citizens to disgrace, discuss the crisis and to discuss what they could do about it. Normally, I would never go to something like that, but I was intrigued and I wanted to go and, and I did go. And at that meeting, I met two young girls, seven and nine, who also wanted to do something about this situation. And they started going door to door and collecting stuffed animals. And they were just looking for some way to get these little stuffies to children that were suffering through this, through this war. Children that had to flee their homes and find themselves in refugee camps. So these kids took action. 
incredibly inspiring to me. That led me to make a decision that, that I would take those stuffies to refugee camps and I would make sure that those little girls learned that their actions had meaning and impact. I used air, air mile points and hotel points. I, I posted uh, on Facebook that I was going to be doing this and, and one share or another led to a family in Germany who offered to meet me there and take them to take me to the refugee camps that had been erected near their, their homes in Germany. And that's exactly what happened. I booked my flight. I met this family. We visited three refugee camps. And it was an incredibly moving experience. Very powerful. A lot happened on that trip. I met a lot of people, had a lot of hugs, a lot of, a lot of tears, a lot of handshakes. Uh, I was completely overwhelmed with the contrast between uh, my days spent with these uh, refugees and my evenings by myself, walking the streets of Germany, staying in a nice hotel, having a nice meal, and then waking up the next morning and going back to these camps where these people have nothing, they've lost everything. And these are just regular people, dentists, doctors, teachers, lawyers, grocery store clerks, mailmen, taxi drivers, uh, people who had regular lives and regular families and lived in regular homes and had to flee because of the war and find themselves in these refugee camps with nothing. It was tough. Just thinking about it is, is tough. Um, and the biggest struggles I had was, like I said, was, was l spending my days with, with these families and then having the evening uh, where I had the freedom and the money to, to do what I wanted to do. And, and it was difficult. That led me on a journey to trying to determine what else I could do to help these people. And it led to more meetings and it led to sponsoring several families to, to relocate into Canada. It was a multi-year undertaking. We had to uh, find homes, uh, enroll kids in school, uh, gather donations of clothing and furniture, arrange for doctor visits and dentist visits, and, and uh, help with the, uh, the parents to get jobs. Um, there was some psychological counseling that had to happen. Uh, but by and large, uh, you know, these families did really well uh, as they acclimatized to a new country and a new language and a new way of life. Uh, today, I'm, I'm proud to uh, call them my friends. Uh, we get together and we, we have some food and we laugh and we talk about uh, the future. And it's, it's amazing to see the hope that there is going to be a future. And so the number one tip to trying to create actionable leadership and, and to start or support or help a cause that's important to you is, is to research what's happening locally. First, start talking about it to people. Talk about this issue. Talk, tell people that it's hurting you, that you're bothered by it, that, that, that you want to do something. At the same time, keep your eyes and ears open for opportunities like I did when I read that newspaper story and found out about that community meeting. You can then take some more proactive steps. I mean, some sources for information are just reading the local paper uh, regularly, uh, visit your town hall meetings, um, talk to the government representatives about the situation that's bothering you and what's being done. Ask your friends and family and, and colleagues and, and your network on social media for guidance. Ask what they think. You could create an email campaign for friends and family asking what they know about it. Explain why you're interested. Ask for their uh, feedback. You could put up notices on bulletin boards asking for information, trying to, re to raise awareness. 
And if you don't find anything, you know, let's say that you do read the paper, you don't see anything, you do ask the government, nothing's being done, you're asking on social media and people are shrugging, they're just going about their own, their own busy lives, which there's nothing wrong with either. But if it's bothering you and you want to do something and you're not finding it, it is a perfect chance to get something going yourself, even if it's just a conversation. You could put a notice in the local paper, invite people to get together for a conversation. You can meet at your home, a coffee shop, um, a community center. You could even ask that government official to host the conversation. Create a Facebook group for this cause. Invite your friends and families to it. Start posting information, newspaper articles, um, uh, commentary, pictures. Um, create the email campaign and invite people who are interested to join in the conversation. Put up notices about your interest in the cause and about your meeting. And again, talk to the government representative to voice your concerns and, and push to have something done. Volunteer to lead it. You know, it's not really about knowing what you're going to do or where it will all lead. It's not really about, is it a big thing that's too big for you to do something? It's just about taking action, taking that first step. And that's really what I want to share with you today. My number one tip on how to start to support or help a cause important to you, how to take act, how to create actionable leadership, is just simple. Research what's happening locally and talk about it. Thank you for joining the Leaders to Give, Leaders to Inspire webcast. Again, my name is Adam Greenberg, and I'll be trying to chat with you about these topics every day, sharing my own stories, uh, sharing my tips and even sharing more information about some of the retreats we host. You can visit www.leaders2inspire.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.